0: Matt is a transformational coach and author based in the UK who helps clients globally achieve more than they could imagine. His coaching is designed to transform your life by utilizing the principles behind our state of mind, the biggest catalyst for personal transformation available. His clients are people who have an amazing idea for a new business or project, but are feeling stuck and unable to start. Matt helps them get their dreams out of their head and into the world. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Great to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Before we jump into more about your business, I would love it if you would tell us just a little bit about who you are and maybe even some of the things you like to do when you're not working.
1: Okay, yeah, well, um, I live in Manchester in the UK um, with my partner, Suzanne, who is a going to become my wife in a month's time so that's something we're putting all our focus on right now um looking towards the wedding uh in a month's time um so that's taking up a lot of my time at the moment but um and all good of course um but i used to play music and i used to be an actor so those things are still part of my life in some in small ways at least music is very important to me too um as well as that, I'm a keen writer, as you mentioned. I just finished a new book on personal growth, which is out now. Uh, and I'm currently working on a, on a fiction novel, which is I'm struggling with, but uh, it's about halfway done. So that's the next big goal once um, I'm married and life gets a bit more settled again.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, you know, Matt, everybody loves to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is really going to focus on your business journey. So how long have you been coaching and what really led you to get into it in the first place? Okay, so yeah, I've been coaching now for not long, to be honest, in,
1: in the scheme of things, They're only around two years full time. And um, probably it's about three, three and a half years in total where I was just finding my feet at the start. So I guess I'm still relatively a newbie compared to, to some of the guys out there. Um, but really my, my coaching journey, it started a good 15, 20 years ago. Uh, I've always been into personal growth and development. I've always been interested in psychology and how the mind works. And I think I think really it was in, in my time as an actor, that I really began doing deep work on myself. I know a lot of actors get into personal development. Um, I guess because the root of acting is about getting in touch with yourself whilst at the same time learning to stay present and in the moment. So, so it's, you know, it's similar work in, in some ways. But as I got more and more involved in personal development, I ended up hiring my own coach and I saw the amazing effects that that had on me. So it was it was around that time that as my acting started to sort of plateau a bit and I was looking for other interests and other other paths to follow, I I had this insight that I wanted to, to share what I'd learned over the years and and, and start helping other people become all they that they could be. Uh and so since then I've done lots of training, I've done lots of professional development um you know, I still have my own coach. I still invest in myself a great deal. I think that's very important for any coaches to keep investing in themselves and, and still work with a coach.
0: Right. You know, everybody knows that starting a business can have a whole lot of ups and downs. And I'm sure that, you know, like you said, being sort of new to it, maybe you're still going through some of those ups and downs. So could you tell us about Maybe just a disappointment that you experienced when you were getting your business built. Okay, I'm not really
1: sure if it's a disappointment per se, but I know there's been quite a few times over the years when I felt a little disconnected from how I wanted to show up in the business and how I wanted the business to be. And I guess these times, they've been when I got sucked into that that world of Thinking these these ideas about you know grow grow a six figure practice in twenty four hours you know and lots of the, the quick fixes and the magic buttons that are out there that um, that sort of marketers present to coaches and I think when we're operating from fear and and we're starting out and we're a little bit unsure of what the what the next step is for us it's easy to to get involved in that sort of world um, you know and, and over the years I, I have invested a lot of money. Um, but I guess that's also price of an education. It's knowing what doesn't work for me. Um, and so, you know, it's made me realize that that sort of way of growing my business, which is through marketing and advertising, it doesn't work for me perhaps as well. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people, but it never has for me. And I suppose the disappointments I have faced is when I've been, Found myself looking in the wrong places and feeling a little bit disconnected to to how I'm showing up as a coach, really. Um, and you know, we all struggle with this fear of not getting clients, I suppose. And I think it's when I'm coming from, when I'm operating from a place of fear is when I'm perhaps feeling disappointed in in what I'm doing. And when I'm operating from a place of of service and 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 in creativity, that's when I'm feeling most inspired.
0: So, what sort of suggestion would you have if somebody's, you know, if they're facing that right now? I mean, I know that it's really easy to get caught up in looking at the successes that people present. And we all know that on social media, a lot of times we're just seeing a snapshot of a success that that maybe took years and years and years to get to, but it kind of looks like it happened really quickly. So how do you go about, you know, we're inundated with a lot of this stuff. How do we keep ourselves on track and, and not focused on the quick successes?
1: I think it's just important to be aware of it first and foremost. Um, and I think, We'll all get tricked by it. We'll all get. We'll all fall into that that way of being on occasion. Um, it's just part of human nature to compare ourselves to other people. I know. Um, I still fall for it now. I, I still fall for it. Um, but I, perhaps quicker now, can fall out of that way of thinking and remember that actually, who I am and, and what I do it, it is completely unique, just like anybody else's and to compare ourselves in that way takes us away from our you know who we who we are as, as people and who we are as coaches and when we realize that who we are is absolutely perfect no matter what we're doing and that then it, it allows us to fall back into creativity rather than fear i think um i realized you know that for a long time I'd been comparing how i feel inside to how other people are presenting themselves on the outside, like you mentioned, you know, we look, at, we, look we scroll through social media, and we look at because everyone, you know, likes to top themselves up on the internet. That's just the way it works. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I think when we compare our, how we feel to how that looks, we're, we're operating out of alignment with ourselves. And, and I think it's just important to check in with yourself on occasion and remember that when you're when you are your unique self then nothing can really touch you nothing not no one has a a hold on that because no one else can think like you can do like you can coach like you no matter you know two people can do exactly the same coaching training and, and still show up vastly different to their clients because that's the beauty of it you're sharing your own experiences and and your own way of working with people in this in this world
0: Right. Yeah. I love that. Just the whole idea of sharing each person sharing their own unique experience. And we can have two coaches that, that are in a similar niche, but they're going to approach it a little bit differently based on who they are as a person and their own life experiences. So that's a great. That's a great thing to keep in mind. You know, Matt, a lot of people talk about consistent action. Just get started. Just do something every day. Take these little baby steps. Finally, you're going to get to a tipping point. So can you tell us about maybe some point in your business where you felt like you were beginning to gain some momentum? I think it was the time
1: when I... Going back to what we've just been talking about, really, that I could show up and be me in my business that there didn't have to be a divide between Matt the the person who he is with his friends and Matt the coach and that actually to 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 just show up as me meant that there was deeper connections made with people and i think it was when i really understood more than anything that coaching is a relationship business and that to grow my practice it was about focusing on building relationships one client at a time, rather than hiding behind social media or hiding behind a, a landing page or hiding behind a, a, a client getting funnel, and that stepping away from maybe the typical marketing advice about client avatars and things like that, because it because uh, a lot of that just wore me out for the most part. And I and I simply I tried to simplify things and, and connect with people who I felt I could help. And doing so, it, it became a lot more fun and a lot more exciting for me. It gave me the energy and the inspiration to step up my game a lot more. And, 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 I, and I suppose an accept that there were no quick fixes was the biggest tipping point. Really, that it it was about making real connections with people and being of service without fear. Um. Yeah, I think I think for a long time I was trying to present myself as some as some perfect person with everything sorted and 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 almost like we said present myself as one of the you know these top coaches who who everyone sort of looks up to. But I, but what I realised was that was stopping me from deeper connections with clients. And when I gave myself permission to stop trying to impress people and just share myself, I saw a real change in, in my business and how clients were, were showing up for me. Um, and I think that meant that I had to take responsibility so much more. I, I, it was all on me. I, it was like it, it, there's, I heard somebody say once, you know, coaching is like golf, you know, whereas most jobs are like like soccer or, or football where someone will throw the ball at you and you react and then you throw it on and someone will throw it back. So it, it, there's things happening all the time, whereas coaching is like golf. The ball doesn't move until you hit it. Um, and I think that was a big point for me that it's like it's all on me. No one's going to do it for me. No one's going to come and save me. I have to be 100% proactive now. So if I speak to someone, I need to, make, you know, I need to go out and speak to people, see that i can going help them. Offer them conversations, because that's for me what being of service is. It's seeing people you can help and helping them, and it was that distinction that really moved things forward for me. Rather than thinking that I there was some you know I will finally find that some secret marketing trick that I can learn and everything will fall into place. And, and you know, and, it, and it's it's not a, it's not an easy business model, but it's so simple. It's you know meet people and help them. And I, and I mean that distinction, you know, genuinely help them, not in a, if I help them, they might become a client way because that still has an eagerness at its heart, you know, and it has to come from a place where you just really want to help them because if you can disconnect from the outcome and then just enjoy finding people to help, what I've seen, and what I've seen with other people, is that really great things do happen. Then,
0: you know, I love a lot of what you said, and I, I was trying to to keep up with with more questions in my head <laughs> as you were as you were going Sorry, through it. But went off a <laughs> <there>. <laughs> no, it's okay. One of the things that you said that I wanted to go back to was, you know, when you really just started being yourself, that. You felt like you weren't not, I don't want to use the word hiding behind because that's not, I don't think a lot of people do that. I think that it's more like we put this professional image up. We want people to respect us and to, to look at us as someone that can help them. But then there's almost this disconnect then between that person and then the real person how were you able to sort of make that transition from putting yourself out there as a more structured professional to letting people see a little bit more of the real you?
1: Initially I did it through my, uh, my blogs to be honest. Um, So I guess that was a good, a good sort of stepping stone in in a sense that I, I wrote a series of blogs that, that all sort of was about me coming out as a, as a, as as somebody who wasn't perfect, who you know, and I, and I tried to be as brutally honest as possible, and that, that really that one in particular got a real, really, really resonated with a lot of people, especially coaches, because um, you know I, I, I do work with coaches, and I'm um, member of a, quite a few sort of coaching groups on Facebook, and that really sort of I know this one particular. Blog really resonated with a lot of people, so and um, so that was the sort of first time that I sort of really started to do that, and I, and I saw straight away the feedback that I was getting and 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 the the way it was helping other people, um, and you know the more I've gone on this this journey, it's I had one client in particular who she was pretty stuck and she wasn't. Moving forward as much as she wanted, and I think because I was coaching her to, to start her coaching practice, when I started showing up and sharing my issues and my vulnerabilities and my, my the, the, the problems I was facing, um, you know, not in a unprofessional way, but just in a human way, it it's, it gave her the permission to do the same, it gave her the permission to relax, it gave her the permission to ground herself much more Um, and I think that's for me is the biggest thing, it's coming from that place of grounding where when you're being yourself, when you're not trying to impress there's nothing to think about and I think that's important as a coach to not Come to the conversation with a client with anything on your mind to just react to what to show you know react to what shows up in the moment and be as present as you can be with the client.
0: You know, as people are getting their business started, we all want to set these goals, whether they're you know like a monetary goal or, or putting out products. A lot of people will set these particular milestones, and then they feel like they've hit a new level or they've they've had an achievement when they reach those what would you say has been your favorite achievement so far in your business?
1: I ran my first group program at the start of this year, which, which was great. And that was a big achievement for me. Um, I suppose getting my book out was, was a big achievement too, but I don't think anything's particularly a, a stand out so much, you know, all my clients, Inspiring to me, it's hard to single out anyone in particular, though. The, the girl I just mentioned who I'm currently coaching, you know, to start her, her business, the changes she's gone through have really been remarkable. Considering where she came from, I'll obviously go into it too much, but to see where she is now and to see how she's showing up and how confident and excited she is about, about her new career and her life. That's massive for me. It really sort of makes me realise how how much I love my job, and also how it's definitely you know a calling for me. It's definitely the thing I, I know I'm here to do. Um, so, but I guess a concise answer is my favourite achievement is is the last one, really, because I don't want to sort of hold anything up too much as as sort of a trophy when, you know, it's a, an organic, growing practice still.
0: So what are you excited about creating in the future for your business?
1: There's a quite a few things in, in the works. Um, I'm currently meeting with another coach who is based near me in Liverpool, who uh, we're going to be developing a men's group, hopefully. Um, starting next year, which should be really exciting because I think we're gonna do a lot of sort of online stuff but also do retreats which would be which would be which would be really good fun. Um I'll be running another group program um hopefully either the end of this year or the start of next year and they're all they're really fun. I'm really enjoying those because I call them the Firestarter group program. So the ideas for people who have a great idea that they want to make a start with over a three month period, and we just we see how far we can get it and what's happened already. You know, most people are really surprising themselves with just what they can achieve in in, in that three month period when they really focus themselves. So that's really creative and fun, and, and allows me to really you know get get my hands dirty with with, with with things as well, which which is which is good for me as well. Um, but more of the same as well, working with. New and inspiring clients, you know, every, every client, I, I like to make sure that I always work with people who, who inspire me, who, who light my fire as much as, you know, I can help them like theirs.
0: You know, you're talking about doing some collaborations. I think that one thing that a lot of coaches can feel like is almost like we're creating in a vacuum. You know, it's like it's being a coach can be a, a fairly solitary type lifestyle, particularly if you do a lot of things online, you know, and maybe just meet people, you know, on Skype or, or over the phone. So do you find that the idea of getting out and working in a group setting or working with other coaches, that collaboration, is that a, is that a good thing for your business?
1: I think it is. It's definitely a, a good thing for, for me on a a creative personal level definitely I enjoy collaborating I enjoy working as part of a, a team um I sound like I'm doing a job interview <laughs> um, but um but yeah I think it's always you know as I say I used to play music and and I think that sort of camaraderie that bands have and even when I was acting the camaraderie that you get in, in a cast I always loved that that sort of team effort that that sort of was against the world sort of mentality and I think when you are working with somebody, either you know as part of a group pro program, or, or, or you know in a one, in a, in even even a one to one coaching relationship. Really, there's there's a, there's a real sense of you know we're doing this together, which which I do love.
0: You know, I want to move on now to more about what's working right now in business. You know, one thing that that coaches seem to love to talk about is the different ways to to make money online and offline. You know, everybody loves to to come up with new and interesting ideas on you know whether it's somebody's just interested in one on one coaching or or like you said, you know, getting into group programs or, or just trying different things. So, how do you generate revenue in your business today?
1: Um, well, I, I work with about between seven and 10 clients at any one time. Um, and I'll do two group pro- programs per year, maybe more depending on, on, um, and how busy I am. Um, as I say, I you know I like, I like to write as well. So I like to keep myself time to, to work on, on my writing. Um, as far as how that works, as I, I suppose, as I already touched on it, it's just meeting people, building relationships with them, connecting with them. And I, I might meet someone for two, three or you know, four conversations before they become a client. I like it to be very organic that way. Um, you know, it, it's it's about meeting them, not wanting anything from them, but knowing that I can definitely help them. And I think if you come from that place, it allows them to experience firsthand the benefits of working with a coach um, without them feeling like there's any... There's any I think mean, sometimes when you meet people for the first time, there's a danger that in the back of your mind, in the back of their mind, you're hurtling towards the inevitable sales conversation. And I like to... Make it clear that that's not going to happen um, because then it allows deeper connection to be made, it allows better work to be able to be done. Um, but what happens is paradoxically to that, whenever I've the more I've started working in that way, it usually means that people do want to sign up because they get to experience a real pure coaching conversation with, you know, me really serving them and me really caring about what, what the next steps are for them. Uh, You know, it's, it's not a quick process, but that's not really the point, I don't think, if you're coming from a place of real service and connection.
0: Well, that may actually be the answer to the next question, but I'm going to put it out there anyways, and we'll see if there's anything else to unpack with that. A lot of people, they want to know how to grow their business. They want to get those discovery calls. They want to get clients. What's your favorite strategy right now for meeting new clients, for bringing new people into your business?
1: Well, to add to what I've already said, I suppose for me, what's always worked really well is is, is guest posting. I love writing uh, I've been published on quite a few prominent sites now like um, Huffington Post, New York Observer, Tiny Buddha, Elephant Journal and when, whenever an article's gone up on any of these places it's, it's really brought in a lot of people into my community, either signing up for my newsletter or joining my my Facebook group, um, so I suppose writing it's a great way to become visible to more more people. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if that's a strategy per se. It's something that I really love doing, um, but then again, it's still rare I'll ever sign a client straight off an article I've written. It'll, it'll involve you know building a relationship first. I think that's 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 still the, uh, m- the massive link in the chain that i see that that helps me be much more consistent when i'm start to start to, to start to meeting new people to sign new clients is to is to take the time to really get to know them before we even start talking about them paying me money to coach them full time
0: i think you actually said it um earlier it's just a Maybe it's a visibility strategy, and then that sort of leads into the idea of, you know, once people can see you out there and, you know, putting information out and and putting your perspective out there, if they really resonate with it, then they're going to check out more things and and get over to your blog and learn more about you. Absolutely, yeah. So if somebody – if a coach wanted to get into – guest posting or doing writing how what would be some sort of a tip that that maybe they could get started with that how did how did you get started doing that
1: i just i just was writing what 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 resonated with me really i think a lot of these and again going back to a theme we've sort of touched on a a few times what i found is the articles that get picked from these places are generally the ones that have got a lot of personal insight that they're not just about you know goal setting or, or values work or the usual personal development stuff you know it's, it's more about writing about who I am where my where I've come from my journey my my personal insights my personal struggles I, I think you know it's writing about you know it's the old cliche write about what you know rather than
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to trying to be too clever or trying to be too I, can't, I guess it's just simply about showing yourself and in doing and telling your story and in doing that People can see themselves in in those stories. People can see themselves in those struggles. And I think that connects to people on a much deeper level than if it was just a a self-help article that didn't have any
0: personal input to it. Right. I think the last thing we need is another... Three Ways to Set Amazing Goals in 2017.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right there.
0: You know, Matt, knowing what you know now about starting a coaching business, what would you say would be a piece of advice that you would tell someone if they were just getting started? What would be the first thing that someone should do if they're serious about growing a business?
1: Well, again, I think I've, I've, I've touched on it, but I, I'll say it again, I suppose. It, it, it's about, for me... It sounds very simple, but I overcomplicated things far too much in the early days. And connecting with people, you know, either in life or online, and, and you can still do this online. It doesn't have to be, you know. I, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of networking events. I'm not a fan of of, of really going to speaking events, but it's, you can still make. You can still do this online, you know, begin conversations, find out what's going on for people, really care about what what their situation is. And if you can see a way that you can help them, invite them for a conversation. If you're a good coach, you'll know in your heart that they will leave that conversation a better person than before they had it. And don't be scared to offer to speak to people don't be scared to help people to offer your help because when you show up from this place of of being of, 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 of standing behind the fact that you're a coach your actions and words reflect that you the person you're speaking to will get that
0: yeah and and another one thing that you said that sort of stuck out to me that I'd like to explore just a little bit is, you know, you said you're not a fan of of networking events. You're not a fan of of speaking, but you do seem to be a fan of writing and blogging and guest posting. So would a great idea for coaches be to really find something that does speak to you and then put your energy there? You don't necessarily have to do everything that everybody else is doing.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think that's that's a very good point. Simplify things. Slow, you know, slow it slow it down as well. You don't have, like you say you don't have to do everything. Find what works for you. I know that's a bit of a cop out answer, but really, if you if you don't like speaking, don't feel like you need to do it. You you, you know, we don't need to have everyone out of the mold of Tony Robbins. You know. Likewise, we don't have to have everyone in writing. It, it it's again going back to you know simple. Be you. Be, be you fully in, in in the role of a coach. And if and if you're someone who who is gregarious and likes to present themselves, great YouTube videos, Facebook lives. If if you're somebody who's a bit more introspective and introverted, who 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 likes to get his point across after more consideration, write articles, you know, and I think it's about knowing what your strengths are and operating in a way that comes from your heart and and keeps you in integrity.
0: You know, Matt, I've learned a lot from this conversation. I think that uh, everybody is going to really enjoy that point of view. I mean, you've, you've, put some really interesting ideas out there, just slow it down, be yourself, be visible, but do it authentically. And Yeah, and that's a good summation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to finish up the interview with the final five rapid-fire questions. Okay. All right, so what is one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable?
1: Um, I think fundamentally it's realizing that a goal is a place to come from rather than a place to get to. And what I mean by that is to understand who I need to become to get to where I want to go, rather than the other way around. So it's asking, how do I need to show up to achieve what I want to achieve? And then stepping into that role.
0: What's one quality that you feel every successful coach needs to develop? Being
1: truly present. With clients and listening with nothing on your mind.
0: Recommend one book that's had a big impact, either on your business or on your life.
1: Uh, I have to say, the Prosperous Coach, hands down. It, it changed everything for me when I wrote when I read that.
0: Give us one online resource that you think coaches would love to use and that you couldn't do business without.
1: I'd say right now, as the current climate, Facebook groups it really is the best way to find. Your kind of people and be able to interact with them in a authentic and easy and and fun way. Um, you know, we've got to keep we've got to keep this fun. You know, if we, you know people forget that sometimes, it's got to be fun.
0: And finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? What social platforms are you on, and what's your website? Uh,
1: so yeah, I'm on, I'm on pretty much all of them. Um, it's just Matt Hattersley, um, Facebook, the usual, Twitter. Uh, My website is matthattersley.com. You can get a copy of my new guide I've just written, which is called Out of Your Head and Into the World, which is is free and it shows you how to create more of what you want in the world without overwhelm or stress.
0: Nice. I will get all of those links and all of the recommendations up on the show notes page. Matt, this has been a great conversation and I want to thank you again for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It's been great speaking with you.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. From August the 10th to the 20th of 2017, I'm joining forces with business coach Kay Sanders from episode 28, along with over 25 other industry experts to help you kickstart your business success. Are you stuck in your business and wondering how to move forward? Go to unstoppablecoach.co slash kickstart to learn more. We've put together over 25 amazing resources, eBooks, e-courses, PDFs, reports, MP3s, tools, techniques, and strategies just for you. Learn how to profit from podcasting, that one's mine, how to grow your business without a big list, how to increase your vibration to increase your impact, the golden rule of wealth creation, and pitch to profit speakers toolkit, just to name a few. Choose one or all of these freebies. Go to unstoppablecoach.co slash kickstart for more information.